0: today joe biden's love affair with executive orders and you should triple mask now okay i know you maybe you were masking and then double masking you should triple mask now unless you want to kill grandma we've got a lot coming up and it starts right now Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez today joined by Steve Dace, host of the Steve Dace Show here on Blaze TV in from Iowa where it was there was a blizzard. So Not I'm really. sure it's, yeah, this, it's is, this is really weird for
1: you. This Hawaii. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's
0: Hawaii. Really yes. weird for you to see the sun today in Dallas. Also joined by Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. Thank you for being here as it's well. A pleasure. Uh, we've got a lot coming up. And, uh, let, let me get to this first. All right. Joe Biden. It's been what? Uh, six days, seven days. President Joe Biden has issued a whopping 28 executive orders so far. Obviously, this is uh, dwarfing the number of executive orders any of his predecessors have made uh, after taking office just in the, the, the first days. Now, it's interesting, you guys, um, because. Joe Biden said something very, very different only several months ago. It was October of 2020 and he was on ABC for a town hall. And he actually said now he was talking about tax plans, but he said, uh, well, you know what, I'm not going to summarize it for you. I'm just going to let you hear Joe Biden in his own words back in October. Watch.
1: So there's not going to be any delay on the tax increases. No, well, I got to get the votes. I got to get the votes. That's why, you know, uh, the one thing that I have, I have this strange notion. We are a democracy. Some of my Republican friends and some of my Democratic friends
2: even occasionally say, well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're a democracy. We need consensus.
0: That's weird because I was told that Trump was the dictator Uh, And yet here we have President Biden issuing a uh, a record number of executive orders in the first days of office, Steve.
1: If you look at what he's effectively done, um, with the exception of uh, some judicial appointments Mm -hmm. that Trump left behind, a lot of the Trump presidency has been virtually erased in a week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you know, I, I always say on my show, Sarah, Let's just be honest. We're not a nation of laws, and we never have been. We're a nation of political will, and we always will be. That's what government by the consent of the governed means. You can put all the laws on the books you want. If no one will obey or enforce, then it's a blog. Mm. Or you cannot have things that are on the books whatsoever, but because someone said it once in a court opinion, like Roe v. Wade, it is treated as law for the next five decades, right? And that's effectively what's happening here. There's there's treason never prospers what's the reason because whenever treason prospers none dare call it treason who will who will stand against this there there is really no institution left to do so and and that's really what we're left to and and i think we're going to see more of this from both parties going forward Mm -hmm. because we're in effectively a cold civil war now
2: wow i agree. We are in an ideological civil war. There's no doubt about it. And the sad thing is that, you know, people like myself, we took a note to the Constitution of the United States of America, but the rule of law means little uh, to, to anything mm-hmm. anymore. And we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic, and we're supposed to follow the rule of law, but you just heard the president of the United States of America say something completely different. My concern is that we are being ruled by executive orders and mandates and edicts and decrees and things of this nature. And so many people think that's absolutely fine mm-hmm. because we're not teaching history, we're not teaching civics, so people don't understand these things. So when you look at the fact that he has already doubled President Trump in, uh, in executive orders early on, it comes down to the states, and, and that's why I look at a state like Texas and all of these other you know, strong red states and their state legislatures and their attorney generals. We just saw uh, Ken Paxton uh, mm-hmm. get a federal judge to say, yep, this uh, moratorium on deportations, it, uh, it is, it's not right, and we're going to uh, put a stay on it. So we need to have states right now, which is really the, the foundation of this country mm-hmm. when you look at the 10th Amendment, to stand up and push back against this type of onerous intrusion mm-hmm. uh, executive order
0: yeah you know it's frustrating because you look at all of the executive orders and you say that's giving congress a free pass because they don't have to do anything all they Mm -hmm. can do is sit there and either applaud it or criticize it so i guess how much of it do you blame congress for not pushing back not doing anything and how much of it is just the presidents who just want to keep taking that power from congress
1: yes i I think those things are a symbiotic (laughs) relationship Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, what I have seen being involved actively for over a decade, I, I mean, I, and I've seen this at a Republican Party establishment level where they will literally sit in state legislatures in cloakrooms and game plan who's going to take the bad vote this time and then the next time the next guy does it. And they've got they've got the whole thing to avoid accountability. Mm-hmm. The same thing goes on here with the administrative states, why we're governed by NGOs and NGAs. We don't vote for any of those people. Hey, you call your congressman. Hey, I, I didn't make the decision to, you know, to, to, to make rat poison available to kids with pot. Uh, that was made by the State Board of Health. Call them, mm-hmm. call the State Board of Health and they tell you, we don't make the laws. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. it, it's nailing jello to a wall. Mm-hmm. No one's ever held accountable. It's the beauty of living by judicial fiat, mm-hmm. it on unelected judges. And so I then have an excuse to just keep getting reelected. So I shake down my donors on my side of K Street. You shake down your donors. On your side of k street and there's a k street and every main street in america where your state capital is too and and it's an industry that just perpetuates itself Mm -hmm. and essentially it's a thugocracy it's gangster government really
2: yeah they just washed their hands of it, and what's amazing, I remember when Barack Obama stood up doing one of his State of Union addresses, and he said, you know, I got a pen, I got a phone, and right. I'm going to take action do what I want, and mm-hmm. you actually had members of Congress, you know, and uh, House and Senate stand up and applaud, so then why do we need you, okay, if this is now a constitutional monarchy, which means that he can so let it be written, so let it be done, but even here in the state of Texas, we've seen that with executive overreach with uh, this COVID issue, and we've seen 22 different executive actions without calling the state legislature back mm-hmm. into session and the state legislature has not said anything about it
1: because they don't want to have to get their hands dirty yeah we're all Pontius Pilate now we just vote for people who go there to stick their hands in the base and wash their hands of it and say I I have nothing to do with mm-hmm. this I'm an I'm an innocent bystander mm-hmm. I, I mean that's just the system though I would by golly, I wish there was something I can do, but we'll get them next time.
2: And you know what's amazing? Because that's the crux of what you saw happen in the 2020 election cycle. Forget machi- voting machines and everything. It were state legislatures that saw courts, secretaries of state, and governors take away their power and change election law, mm-hmm. and they did nothing. And so that really is what happened. If we have ineffective state legislatures, then the, the future for America does not look very bright.
0: Oh well, uh, Colonel West, with the uh,
1: optimism here. <laughs> well, that's why well, I had the window yeah. down. The sun was out earlier today. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean you do. That that is a really great point. And um, before we we move on, I do want to talk about um, Joe Biden continuing the his uh, fossil fuel crackdown. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like predominantly it is the GOP who you see that's just constantly saying. Oh, well, okay. I mean, we're watching this. All these things happen and we're not going to stand up and do anything Mm -hmm. like what is it going to take, do you think, for them to finally get a backbone and stand up for all
2: of this? It's going to take people to force them to have a backbone. When you look at what the Wyoming GOP did with Liz Cheney, Mm -hmm. Uh, they said, look, no. The, the, you're not representing us. And the exact same thing I think you're gonna see coming out of New Mexico. When you come down and say you cannot have any drilling on your federal lands, well, I think New Mexico is like 60 to 70% federal lands. Yeah. Absolutely, and you're going to you know destroy and decimate their economy. So the people are standing up and, and, and saying things. So that's where it has to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to start electing the people that don't wanna be Pontius Pilate and wash their hands.
1: I think what's gone on is, is our people own businesses Mm -hmm. go to churches have families this is not a pseudo religion to them they're not statists Um, this is something that they feel compelled they have to do in many cases but really don't want to spend a lot of their lives doing it and so there's kind of been this pleasant valley sunday notion of I just get up and vote Republican every two, four, or six years, depending on what the office is. And then I just go back home and I have my life. And then we check in again for the next election. And then I'm frustrated when things don't don't get done. I think that the folks like those of you that are watching this here today, we're gonna have to go through a period of very intensive self-governing for the next few years where we are a little bit like when your children, you find out, hey, they weren't doing their homework for months and the the, the notices come home, the academic probation from the university comes home, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, I'm gonna have to kind of watch you like a hawk for a while. And I think we're gonna have to do that uh, because the system isn't going to just get up on its own one mm-hmm. day and say, gosh darn it, I'm going to do my job now. No, you're going to have to force that on them, and it won't come just by passive-aggressively voting Republican and then just expecting good things to happen, Mm -hmm. or or by proxy, you do my bidding from there. No, you're going to have Mm -hmm. to stay on these people consistently.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, President Biden, you alluded to it earlier, Colonel West. Uh, President Biden plans to implement a moratorium on new oil and gas leasing on federal land uh, and uh, obviously cracking down on fossil fuel development. We saw this in the executive orders that he passed, and he is prepared to suspend Uh, to suspend issuing new drilling permits to oil companies for wells on federal land indefinitely while the Department of the Interior conducts a review of oil development's impact on climate change, of course, because we all know climate change is the top priority in the United States under the Biden-Harris administration. Um, Obviously, federal land only accounts for about 9% of onshore u.s oil production but um this is going to have a really huge impact on new mexico uh and other places where you know that that's that's a big chunk of their economy Mm -hmm. that's a big deal to these states now new mexico they they went biden
1: almost by 10 points Uh, right
0: so are you if you're in new mexico are you having buyer's remorse yet i mean i I see all of these things that he's doing we talked about Mm -hmm. the executive orders um a lot of these things i'm like Are the people who decided that it was more important to vote for this rather than vote for a man whose tweets may have offended them, are they getting this buyer's remorse yet? Are they looking at this and saying, holy crap, what did we do?
1: I hope not. I mean, I hope that they are comforted by the notion twitter is now a kinder and gentler place and i mean john kerry got up today and told them literally the windsurfer yes. who married a republican heiress to get even richer literally told them his own version of learn to code He really did. go work at a wind turbine learn something else mm-hmm. and and it, it remember the last debate when Biden said yes. he was going to do these things and yes. Trump was incredulous, yes. not incredulous that he believed it probably, but that he was willing to actually say it. And then he like made him clarify it like nine more times <gasps> just to make sure it wasn't the dementia talking. Well, didn't
0: you, didn't you, when you heard that, didn't you go, oh, oh my over. gosh, that's the election. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, so the, the idea that you can't, you know, the polls tell you people have the lowest trust in media they've ever had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around and do exactly what the media told you to do. Now, you've got a young one, right? Yes. And then an
2: eight-year-old, right? Yes. You and I have teenagers. Well, my 28 and 24. Okay, so you've got adults. Oh, so yeah, already. i got grown You've ups. already learned the lesson I'm yes. learning right now.
1: <laughs> there comes a time sometimes with your children mm-hmm. that you have to get out of the way and make them face the consequences of their own mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think for too many years, we have kind of been uh, throwing a pro- prophylactic uh, on the American voter mm-hmm. by putting up a bunch of corporatist, small p, progressive Republicans to basically manage mm-hmm. Democrat policies better than they do mm-hmm. so that the American people never truly face the consequences of falling for these scams and these talking points. Mm-hmm. It's, it's high time that everybody finally understood the consequences of all of these notions and progressive ideas. So I'm actually ecstatic to see the pain that goes along with that because a- anybody can tell you, you know, I've lost over 100 pounds in my life. Anybody that's made any form of life change or behavioral change, none of that ever happens without pain. You're a soldier. First thing they put you through to turn oh, yeah. you into the rigorous, machine you were
2: was what? Rigorous training, Rig- basic training. Was,
1: and was it, did it tickle? <laughs> uh, no. no. No, no. It was really
0: fun, yeah. right? No. So
1: there, there is <laughs> yeah. no, on, on, on this earth east of Eden. There is no constructive substantive change without an experience of pain. Mm. And I, that's why I thought before the election, if Trump were to lose, the next best outcome for us, frankly, was just to let Democrats control everything mm. and force the American people once and for all. Do you understand what these flowery words and terms really mean? Because they'll make you understand. And they're mm. making people understand
2: now. Yeah, uh, I, I, Completely agree. It's just the same as when you tell the kid, "Don't touch the stove. Don't touch the oven. It's hot." It's hot, and they do, and they yeah, and then they realize Mm -hmm. it. And so, you know, this whole focus that you saw, we're we're going to go after the suburban soccer moms, and we're going to get them to vote against President Trump. Well, now the suburban soccer moms realizing that some five foot ten boy that thinks that he's a girl is going to be out there body checking mm-hmm. yep. your daughter on a soccer field. Mm-hmm. Or some five foot eleven Michael Phelps lookalike is going to be in a you know bikini swimsuit and going to jump in there in a swim meet. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden, where did this come from? What we've been telling you about <laughs> these folks and their wacky ideas and everything. Or if you're the oil and gas worker out there that said, you know, I don't like his tweets. I, 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 I don't think that they're going to decimate the oil and gas industry. Now you're out of work. I think if i could sum up how i would respond to anybody that might
1: have any buyer's remorse i would urge them to circle back with us the next election that would be my response.
0: <laughs> you sound strangely like the new White House press yes.
1: secretary. Circle back with us.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got a lot more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Echelon. Uh, if you are looking to get in shape this new year, you got to know nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment, right? You go and you run a bunch, or you get on your treadmill, uh, maybe your Echelon equipment. All right, Echelon can help get you to your goals. They offer the next generation of connected fitness bikes. They They've got the rowing machines, they've got the Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill, and they've got the one that I really, really want, which is the fitness mirror. Those are so freaking cool. You just hang them up wherever you can work out, in your room, in the comfort of your own house. All of these things, mind you, you can do in the comfort of your own home. But uh, I really, really, if they're listening, please tell me how much I need to pay to get one of those at my house, I have to have one. Uh, the EX7S is Echelon's latest state-of-the-art innovation that takes cycling to the next level. It is a bike that is built with performance, flexibility, and durability in mind. It is for the competitors at heart. Now they've got these world-class instructors that are going to motivate you while you are riding, with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes. They are going to be available whenever you get that chance to get in that bike ride, that run. Uh, Echelon is also affordable for everyone. One membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time right now you can try any echelon fitness equipment at home for 30 days all you have to do is go to echelonfit.com slash news that is e-c-h-e-l-o-n fit.com slash news if you are looking to get in shape this year this is a great way don't miss out it is e-c-h-e-l-o-n fit.com slash news back in a minute speaking about President Biden's new executive orders. Uh, One of them is uh, he has decided to order the Department of Justice not to renew contracts with private prisons as part of a racial equity agenda. He tweeted out, no one should be profiteering off of our criminal justice system. That's why today I ordered the Department of Justice to end the use of private prisons by the federal government. Uh, The order reverts to a policy first adopted in the Obama administration. And, of course, President Trump had reversed it. Now, Biden said he believes, quote, we're in a battle for the soul of this nation and said the simple truth is our soul will be troubled as long as systemic racism is allowed to persist. I firmly believe the nation is ready to change, but the government has to change as well. And uh, the order says that there are a disproportionate number of people, number of people of color currently incarcerated in the u.s and it claims privately operated criminal detention facilities consistently underperform federal facilities with respect to correctional services programs and resources that help prepare inmates to re-enter society um if that were true that would be the first thing i've ever heard of that government would be better at doing than uh the the private
1: market i'm i i am and and maybe this makes me a sellout but I am, for the record, willing to stipulate that traditionally one of the few things governments do well is imprison people. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with stipulating that to that <laughs> historical <laughs> okay. fact. Beyond that though, if no one is supposed to profit off our criminal justice system, I mean, so are we gonna start capping punitive judgments and things of that nature? I mean, there's trial lawyers, which are an overwhelmingly democratic mm-hmm. constituency group. Point. They they might be troubled by the knowledge that they will no longer be able to profit off of the criminal justice system. And if we're concerned about systemic racism, you know, he um, is, he has a black woman subordinate to him. He mm-hmm. could resign, mm. right? He could resign right now and elevate her to the highest office in the land. How many minority candidates um, did he not get out of the way for in the last Democratic primary cycle, for example? Yeah. So, you know, uh, to me, the ending of systemic racism uh, starts in your own house. Mm-hmm. I think we should maybe be, maybe look there. <laughs>
0: Great point
2: by Good Steve. Point. Well, the the greatest purveyors of systemic racism has and always will be the Democrat Party. I mean, you can look through history and how they decimated the, the black community, the black family and what have you. And the greatest achievement of Joe Biden in his 47 years of being a senator was the crime bill where he referred to young black men as predators. And so uh, I'm sure he has ensured uh, the a lot of young black men ended up being in that criminal justice uh, system. And, you know, furthermore, him hanging out and. and lauding comments on, you know, what was his name? Uh, Robert Byrd, mm-hmm. the great mm-hmm. p- grand Pooh of the Ku Klux Klan. So I, I just wish that we had Republicans that would stand up and say, Ex- excuse me, Giuseppe Biden, uh, this is very hypocritical mm-hmm. of you now all of a sudden want to champion, you know, crime and everything when we just had a president that corrected your mistake with the criminal justice reform.
1: It is. Uh, I mean, I, w- I would agree. And again, I, I, I will defer To Joe Biden, who, as you mentioned, his past relationship with Robert Byrd, as Vice President of the United States, you know he lauded him at his funeral Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as both a friend and a guide. I believe is what he called him. And so I, I, you know, I, I live in Iowa. You know, we don't have really any racial problems there. I will have to defer to a guy that lauded a former Grand Cyclops of the KKK Mm -hmm. as a friend and a guide. I I will have to admit that I think on this matter of systemic racism, Mm -hmm. Joe Biden is a subject matter expert.
0: Well, and I mean, when we're talking about systemic racism in the prison system, you know, you bring up Joe Biden, but let's talk about his vice president. I mean, Kamala is responsible for putting... A lot of black men Absolutely. under uh behind bars.
2: Yeah. When and she was attorney general, the yeah. exact same thing. So, and so to
0: hear them talking about it, it's yeah. like, oh, now that matters to you.
2: It, 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 then why didn't you not support President Trump and his criminal justice reform because he corrected all of these failures that you guys had through the crime bill and also what Kamala Harris was doing out in California. So the hypocrisy just absolutely stinks. And when I listen to all this stuff about equity, government does not exist to try to make us equal. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're, we're just not going to be equal. But this whole social justice thing is this forcible mandating of equality of outcomes. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. And, you know, critical race theory, I, I don't need, you know, to sit down and in my government trying to make people you know that have a different pigmentation believe they're bad mm-hmm. that's that's not what this country is about and i was born in a blacks only hospital in 1961 and i live in the greatest nation that this world has ever known that took an inner city kid out of atlanta georgia and 10 years ago guess where i was sitting i was sitting as a member of the united states house of representatives That only happens in America. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I don't need government to sit down and say they're going to help me to have equality because they never will be able to.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, we're talking about all of these executive orders that Joe Biden is signing. I don't know if maybe he signed too many of them and he got just a little bit confused as to what was going on, where he was. Maybe his arms were tired. I don't know. But um, we've got a video of, of poor oh, Joe. No. Poor, it's it's difficult to watch. Uh, once you remember that he is actually the president of the United States, trying to get his pen in and he just he, where. He'll, oh, what? I OK, maybe if I unbutton my. Jo- nope. Oh, I think that pocket is actually sewn. And uh, it's not going to work that way. Okay. It
2: keeps beeping 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Here, uh, I can do that really easy. Oh, can you? There you go.
0: Well, I mean, you also know who you are, what day it is, uh, (laughs) where you work. (laughs) I'm not sure that Joe Biden knows any of those things. Um, It's really difficult to watch, Steve.
1: It is. And, you know, I, I started pointing out on my show last year, very early in the primary cycle, or now two years ago in 2019, uh after the first couple of debates you saw him fading a lot yes and i'm like i said to my audience guys this has all the signs of dementia Mm -hmm. and people thought i was cruel and then, as the process went along, and everybody else is talking about it now, I I, I really didn't want to bring it up. I, yeah. I thought it was terrible. But on the other hand, if you're going to elevate this guy to exactly. essentially rule over me, I, it, it, it's it's a lot more relevant now. Right. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That. I mean, Steve brings up a great point. That's what I heard from a lot of people too. Because you know, I did this, some videos poking fun at it and bringing attention to it. And the left would always say uh, that is you're not you can't do that. I mean, he's old. Why would you say that yeah. about? And I'm like. If you think that you're not supposed to be talking about this poor guy who has dementia, maybe don't bring him up as the main contender for mm-hmm. the president of the United States. I yes. don't know what to tell you.
2: Well, it, it takes me back to that very important question. that was uh, a commercial at who do you want answering the phone at two o'clock in the morning? <laughs> and that's not the person that I want answering the phone at two o'clock in the morning. So with the friends and relatives that I still have in the military, I have deep concerns Mm. about him being able to make those critical decisions about our men and women that are out there in harm's way.
0: Yeah, great points. Uh, All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, iTarget Pro. Uh, Now, probably a lot of you out there already know that there are a lot of state and local governments that were using all of the coronavirus restrictions to trample on the constitutional rights of a lot of us uh, while simultaneously defunding law enforcement. So they're defunding police while they're letting all of these criminals out of jails because coronavirus, apparently it's better when the criminals get coronavirus on the streets rather than in the prisons where you're protected from them. Uh, When the government can't or won't ensure your safety, self-reliance is the only option. Now, that is why iTarget was invented. It was to give law-abiding citizens a very cost-effective way to train in the safety and privacy of their own Now, let me tell you something about iTarget Pro because this is something I own. This is something that we use at my house. It pays for itself so quickly because when you are using it, you are not, you don't have the range fees to pay for. You don't have to pay for all of the ammunition just to practice. Those are really costly and they add up very quick. All you have to do with iTarget Pro is download iTarget's proprietary app. You load, it's seriously, I'm not joking. It's called a laser bullet. That's how cool it is. You load the laser bullet into your firearm and you start training with it. Uh, Again, you can do it in the comfort of your own home. And as an added bonus, you're not shooting holes through your wall. All right, iTarget Pro comes in all major calibers, including uh, 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Now's the time, guys. We're talking about all of this crazy stuff going on. Joe Biden's issuing executive orders. He's already said that he's coming for the Second Amendment, so you better get ready. Today, you can save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code NEWS at checkout. All you have to do is go to iTargetPro.com. Train at home. It pays Pays for itself. All right. Is by the way, this makes a really good gift for your patriotic Valentine. If you've got any Valentines out there to get gifts for, it is iTargetPro.com. Offer code news. Back in a minute. All right. I, I posted this uh, screenshot to my Instagram last night, and it was a screenshot from a segment on CNBC where it said double mask. Now it said efficiency instead of efficacy, which I have a whole another issue with. But it had the, the difference between double masking, e- efficiency, efficacy and triple masking, which they said was 90 percent efficiency. And a lot of people asked me, is this real? They said, Sarah, this is not real. Is this real? And I said, I swear to you, it is real. It was a segment on CNBC. Here we have the evidence for all of you. This is real. They are telling us now that, no, you don't just wear one mask. No, you don't just wear two masks. If you don't want to kill grandma, you need to wear the three masks. Watch. The experts keep telling us that wearing masks is really about protecting ourselves, protecting others from ourselves in the event that we are contagious. But you know, if other people aren't wearing their masks or they're wearing them improperly, we need to protect ourselves. So experts say you can double up with a tight weave fabric mask for added protection. Now, Virginia Tech researchers found that doubling up these cloth masks increases the efficacy from 50 to 75%. A three layer mask could block up to 90% of the particles so i mean if you're patriotic i'm just saying this is what we've been told if you're patriotic if you don't want to kill other people if you want to protect other people if you're not selfish steve okay if you're not a selfish sob you should wear three masks because that is 90 percent. you know what why stop there
1: why not 10. Uh, well listen if you're concerned about uh your exposure to other people I'm pretty confident that if you wear six or seven masks, (laughs) you are going to severely reduce your reduce your exposure to other people. Oh yeah. Uh, It may not be the way that you intended, (laughs) but you will reduce your exposure to other people. Um, Doesn't this admit? Aren't they admitting that the masks don't work? I I mean, I've only been pointing the data out in real time about the fact that they don't work for six or seven months now. Mm -hmm. But doesn't the fact that there needs to be more of them, like? when they um you're a little older than us maybe 60. okay yeah so you're older. we were the first generation that they mm. they literally gave us condom demonstrations in school for sex ed right okay yeah yeah do you remember the time though they told you to put two or three on just to make sure she couldn't possibly get pregnant they never did that <laughs> no. and it would kind of undermine the message that this thing is going to stop a pregnancy if they right. said but just in case put two or three on right, right? Isn't that exactly what they've done here with the mask? Yeah, aren't they admitting that this has all been propaganda? Mm -hmm. That that every study that they had done—I mean, ask yourself a simple question: Why haven't you been masking up every flu season your entire life? Mm -hmm. The fact that you haven't is because they know that this doesn't work. It's a talisman. um, It's it's a pagan idol. Uh, and, it's, and it's an attempt also for government to make it look like they're doing something. And so if, if cases go down, you wore your masks. Yeah. If they don't go down, you didn't mask up, you weren't serious yeah. about it. And so it goes back to the conversation we had a moment ago we can pass the buck there's no responsibility Mm -hmm. because a lot there's a large and growing segment of our of our countrymen who believe government is a savior that government can stop the things that are beyond us in this world and is an instrument and tool of salvation and so in order to keep increasing its power government needs to keep up this facade and the masks help them do that it's a masquerade
2: literally (laughs) <laughs> the only thing I like in triples is a triple cheeseburger every now and then. <laughs> and, and so uh, Steve's hit it right on the head. This just goes to show that all of this stuff that we've been going through it has not worked. So let's try two maths. Right. Uh, well, that's not good. And let's mm-hmm. try three mass. Uh So what's next? I mean, the, the fact that we keep having these draconian solutions to something that is very simple. You know, I'm a simple guy. I used to jump out of airplanes, shoot out bad guys, you know? So what happened with COVID one through 18? <laughs> if we're on COVID 19, what, what happened to like, like you just said, mm-hmm. every single year we have the, 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 the flu virus this year. We have, we have miraculously right. cured the yeah. flu. It has disappeared. Yeah. It's amazing. From
1: CDC data tables, all of our state departments of health. It is it is another COVID miracle. This is what happens <laughs> when you touch the hem of Joe, DeBi- Joe Biden's dementia. Uh, you cure the flu. We, wow. we have done that as well. There That's amazing.
0: Well, did you see the uh, the video clip? We played it on this show a couple days ago where Fauci was asked about double masking. Yes. And he said, well, it's only common sense that if wearing one mask would block that, that two. I'm like... This is supposed to be the nation's top scientist. In he's fact, the, he's the
2: highest he's, yes, paid highest paid, the highest paid yeah. federal $420, employee 420000 yeah. dollars a yeah. year. The
0: highest paid federal employee to tell us that, that what he said is ju- well that's just common sense.
2: I,
1: on the flight down here. First of all, Iowa right now is more free than Texas something this has been my relocation that's, that's for uh, a decade you, i know we you? need
0: to talk to you about this oh okay. well you're pointing the fingers at me I mean, uh-huh. been, well, I, I, not you know, your fault but we got to talk to you y'all yeah. need to know
1: it. i've been going to the movies since like may and all kinds of stuff wow. okay the gym in my hotel fitness center still not open mm-hmm. which blew my mind all right on the flight down here the guy sitting ahead of us in the row ahead of us i kid you not man double masked. oh my god got off the plane in dallas freaking texas double masks that's disappointing and i i wanted to get like a drop squad where (laughs) some guys just show up in a white econo line unmarked van Mm -hmm. grab this guy throw him in the back take him out behind a woodshed just beat the hell out of him for his own good (laughs) right and just to teach him a lesson and get his manhood back that's just not (laughs) how we roll here okay
0: i mean colonel what what, what is it going to take for us to get the mask mandate out of here
2: it comes back to the state legislature. I know. Be, because And they're supposedly in session, but that, that's a series of things that were done by executive order mm-hmm. and the state legislature by the Texas Constitution was never called back mm-hmm. into session mm-hmm. to uh, to look at any of these things. And, and I just don't like the mass you know, punishment. I mean, Dallas-Fort Worth is different from Amarillo or, yeah. or Lubbock and yeah. what's going on out there. And so it, it just goes to show once again in, in that the only solution from the mentality of an elected official is to just put the people through whatever type of pain yes. uh, necessary. Yes. And, and if we continue to knuckle down and, and fear-monger mm-hmm. into this, we're gonna lose more of our rights and more of our freedoms. Where's the, f- I, I mean, I hate to call
1: y'all out, but this has been my relocation mistress for ten years, okay? <laughs> and now, except for the snow, I can't wait to get back to Iowa. Oh no! I, I, where are like the fifty Texans that just the dudes, the bro dudes, who just roll into Walmart on a Saturday and say, "F this noise, we're not wearing our masks today. It's can't me. arrest
0: us all." Well, that's, I mean, okay? that's me by myself. Yeah. Apparently. yeah. well, you're doing it by yourself.
1: Where are the <laughs> yeah. fifty Texas yeah. bro dudes yeah. who park their pickups, okay, out back? And just walk into Walmart. We don't even need anything. We're just walking in without them. Screw you. We're not doing it. This is Texas. Where's that spirit
0: at? I completely agree. And that's Mm -hmm. what I keep. I keep trying to encourage people to do that, especially because everywhere I go here, no one says anything to me. I don't know if it's because I'm a woman. I don't know if it's because I've got RBF. I don't know what it is, (laughs) but nobody says Mm -hmm. anything to me. And I'm like... Guys, just go walk into Target without a mask and just say say no, "No, thank you or whatever. And just see what happens. Right. If you have management coming up to you, yes, it's a private business. All right. If they tell you you have to put it on or you have to leave, then you have a choice to make. Mm -hmm. Don't make a scene. You know, I would never encourage that. But just do it and see what happens, because oftentimes these these companies have this sign in front of their, you know, in their door just as CYA, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if you walk in, they don't care. They're not going to say anything to you. And so I think that that, that's the problem, is that everyone's like, well, I don't want to break the rules.
2: Yeah, but so we America again, is
1: built on a spirit of compliance. But, but again, it comes
2: back yeah. to what Steve Starr said earlier. We're supposed to be a nation of laws. Yes. But all of a sudden... But these are not... Yeah, that's, but people don't understand Right. Mm-hmm. It's a, but it's law. the law. It's, a I'm law. Like, but it it's not a law. Like George Costanza once said, it's
1: not a lie if you believe it. Yeah. It's a law if you obey it. That's it. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's
0: true. That's very true. All right, we've got more to come. we got to take a break. Back in a minute.
2: You know, it's uh, Christian gnome. Texas a couple of months
0: ago. All right, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, you may know him as the governor of New York, who did such a tremendous job handling coronavirus that he, you know, he won an award. He ha- he wrote a book. So that everyone else could know how to handle the coronavirus pandemic, how to handle pandemics so well that you kill all of these people in nursing homes. Uh, But Andrew Cuomo, of all people, is uh, is out to tell everyone um, that uh, incompetent government really is what kills people here on MSNBC. No, I'm not making this up. He actually really said this and he didn't understand the hypocrisy of it all. Watch.
1: I'm very proud of what New Yorkers have done because they have rallied. We were ambushed like no other state, Nicole. And again, it was from federal incompetence. Uh, They thought the virus was in China. It had left China, had gone to Europe, and it came here for three months before they ever knew. Uh, Incompetent government kills people. Incompetent government kills people. More people died than needed to die in COVID. That's the truth, uh, and forget Democrat Republican. Uh, as a person who believes in government and public service, and who has seen people die over this past year, that's why hearing President Biden is such a, a welcome relief.
0: I mean, I would say if there's ever an expert on incompetent government killing people, uh, it would be Andrew Cuomo, Steve.
1: I would love to jump in the DeLorean, go back about 15 years, and grab Democrats in about 2004, five or six and tell them, hey, 15 years from now, y'all are going to be watching MSNBC on the edge of your seats, waiting to get your talking points from the Deputy Communications Director of the George W. Bush White House, Nicole Wallace, okay? Back when uh, Bush lied and people died, right? Yep. Yep. Right? Um, You know, um, who was the woman whose son was lost in Iraq and went on a Cindy Cindy Sheehan, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. went on a one-woman crusade and how that was a cause celeb, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Remember Sandra Fluck, uh, and you Mm -hmm. won't pay for my birth control, that was during Mm the Bush era, and you're a misogynistic, bigoted monster. Well, I mean, Nicole Wallace, who's hosting that show, I mean, she worked for that White House. And and now she is the, uh, you know, she's a proxy talking uh, she's, a, she's a place where Democrats now go to rehabilitate their images, which mm-hmm. is what Governor Cuomo is doing there. And um, this isn't even rank hypocrisy. This is beyond this, in my view. This is like a sociopathic lack of self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're, where, going back to the George Costanza line, it's not a lie if you believe it. They say these things with such conviction. I mean, they have created, like a true sociopath does, you create your own alternative reality Mm -hmm. that you are such a a great liar because you believe this is true. You couldn't possibly believe that you would be the one who was an error.
0: Mm, Colonel.
2: It's delusion. Yeah. And you look at what we just saw and you say, how can you go home and look at yourself in the mirror and know that you actually said that when your state, where you're the governor, it led in, you know, COVID-19 related deaths. I mean, you look at how you've botched up the rollout of the vaccines mm-hmm. and and how you are going to penalize and, and, and fine hospitals, you know, for trying to go out there and get this vaccine disseminated. If so, if you want to talk about incompetent leadership, just look at yourself in the mirror. But again, it's what do we, what are we willing to accept as citizens in this country? Because he is only in that position because folks voted for him mm-hmm. to be in that position. Mm-hmm. And so New Yorkers that. Th-
1: said that they wanted or at yeah. least a strong majority so of them. I didn't. will
2: give it to the people in California because they are that close from coming up with the necessary signatures on a petition to recall you know, Gavin Newsom. So you can push people to a point where they will respond, they will react. Now, hopefully we will stand up and do what Texans should be doing uh, even here. But instead of fleeing New York, they should have got rid of uh, of Cuomo.
0: Yeah. You brought up Gavin Newsom. That So they they, they are working very hard mm-hmm. to recall Gavin Newsom so hard, in fact, that he and now, has now changed can, course. Yeah, he's
2: changed course. Yeah. You know, you don't have to stay at home. Right. So right. why did you tell us to stay at home in the beginning?
0: Right. Because it wasn't the cases that were getting better. It wasn't the hospital. It, none of those. No, their none cases of those are metrics. spiking
2: worse than yes. any place in the country. Is yes. It? Mm-hmm. But
0: now all of a sudden. Uh, stay at home orders are lifted. Is it gonna be enough for Gavin Newsom to be saved? I mean I know that's it's an uphill battle to recall it's,
1: but governor. Th- it's not just him though. Yeah. Since January sixth, mm-hmm. we've seen anti-Trump Republican governors in Maryland. Larry Hogan, yeah. Charlie Baker in Massachusetts, indoor dining and everything coming back to Massachusetts, go back to school in Maryland, yeah. uh, lockdown queen, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Last spring, you couldn't buy seed for your lawn to garden. Now all the restaurants and everything are opening back up on February 1st. It is the Biden vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I think what, you, what, what you're seeing now, now they still have the Branch, and cult in their base too. But what you're seeing is that there's a lot of people we see on TV who talk this woke game really don't give a rip about any of that crap. It's just in order to get power because the Cuomo brothers would rather be sitting in the box seats at Yankee Stadium behind home plate instead of the Giuliani's. Mm -hmm. The problem they have, though, and that's why he's talking about opening his state up too, Cuomo is Mm -hmm. the problem they have, though, is inside their own base. They have true spirit of the age believers in this stuff that yeah. that don't want to go back to any form of normal with Trump off the stage where they can have their they can agree in their shared hatred of him with him gone as a distraction you're going to watch these two groups now feast go after each other on the left mm. the branch covidian cult that wants to hunker down and in their own you know uh, covid uh, guyana with the Kool-Aid and the rest of the democratic party is like Hey, man, that, that lockdown stuff was cool story, bro. It was cool while it lasted. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's play ball this fall, and I'm waiting for the next Marvel movie. I mean, we waited a year for Black Widow. Don't we want to go see that now? And it's going to be fun to watch those two groups go at it.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, I will get my popcorn ready to go. All right, got to take a break. Back in a minute.
2: Especially when they're bleeding a tax base.
0: Alright, and in case you have not yet done so, don't forget to subscribe to the News and Why It Matters wherever you get your audio podcasts. Hey, while you're at it, you can subscribe to the Steve Day show mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I know That's it's
1: free too. It's so bad it's free as well.
0: So, yes. <laughs> well, by the way, Steve, you are a, a fan favorite on this show. Oh, well, thank Every you very time much. you come on, they're I like... it's tell them
1: to raise their standards, but I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, if you rate and review the show, you could see your review read live on air. We've got one from Jed Fearin, who says, I really appreciate your poignant insights peppered with sarcasm and references to your Christian beliefs. The show also has a great pace with no lulls or flat spots. You have a knack for bringing the best conservative voices together proud to hear y'all, and thank you Judd for using y'all, so I know you are a true southerner. Gamevic63 says, I know you are tired of trying to wake people up, but thanks for your perseverance and believing in America. Um, That is a great point, because it it does get uh, exhausting at times, like, We told you guys this was going to happen, and now it's happened. All right, one more. Deplorable Trumpian says, great conversation, entertaining, and thought-provoking. Thank you guys for your reviews and your kind words. Uh, Remember, if you have not yet, go. Hit that five stars, because that's what we deserve, really, here at Blaze TV. Just like just like uh, Game Vic said, all right? We're tired of trying to wake people up. Help us, would you? Okay, uh, you may see your review read live on air. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Colonel. Absolutely. Always a pleasure.
1: Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at BlazeTV.com.